The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Christmas, folks, and welcome to the Scouting Report episode. We typically come to you on Saturdays, but today it is during the holiday season, meaning we are in bowl season. This weekend's college football schedule is a little bit different than we usually have. Nonetheless, we are still coming at you with a Scouting Report episode. Wherever you might be going for the holidays this weekend, traveling, thanks for taking the time to hop in and listen in to who we believe could be a fantastic player for the New York Giants. That player I am specifically referencing is Jeremiah Awusu Koromo. As we've done so far, we are going to be breaking him down and discussing his possible fit with the New York Giants. Now, if you've missed any of the other shows that we've done so far, we've talked about Micah Parsons, Gregory Rousseau, JC Horn. Go listen to those shows. Go tune in just so you have a sense of what this year's draft class is looking like and maybe some names to keep your eye out for that could be really good fits with the Giants. And speaking of really good fits, Chris and I are both really big fans of Jeremiah Owusu-Koromo, the linebacker from the University of Notre Dame, the Butkus Award winner, six foot one, around 220. He's been hovering a little closer to that 215 number. But the best way to describe this player, he's a rover. He is an elite athlete playing the linebacker position. A lot of people speculate he is going to be a 4-4 type player as we've seen more lately. The top quality linebackers have been in that 4-4 range, the guys that are drafted the highest. But what we get with Jock, as a lot of people like to call him, he is just a super fluid, fantastic athlete playing the linebacker position as a converted safety. Yeah, and knowing he has a background as a defensive back makes absolute sense watching him play he is he is a super fluid like you said player he can turn and flip his hips like a defensive back he can play the slot he can be a slot defender i've seen him turn and run with receivers not just covering tight end or running backs out of the backfield he can run he can run and cover slot receivers that is just rare for a linebacker and he he could play a lot of different roles depending on what defense you put him in, but he is a linebacker. In fact, 
I believe it was just yesterday, he won the Butkus Award for best linebacker in the country. Now, he got a little bit of help because Micah Parsons opted out. But still, he is a very good player. He's a very productive player. And he's a very useful player. He is able to play in space. He can do a lot of different things. He can cover. He can come up and be an eraser against the run. Definitely not that thumper that a lot of people think of when they think of run defending linebackers. But he is a guy who can come in. He can shoot gaps. He can clean up after the big guys eat up all the blocks. And he can also be used as a pass rusher. He can put that athleticism to use. I've seen him line up on the edge, go into the backfield. You don't want him taking on too many tackle blocks, but he can certainly beat a tight end. Yeah, the the way you've already set up our description of him is perfect. The way that Jeremiah Wusu Kormo approaches the linebacker position is very similar to that of a defensive back. And the, and the way that I think the simplest way to describe him is a rare athlete for a linebacker that has elite coverage capabilities at the next level. He is a guy that fits the mold for what you might want as your outside linebacker. Some schemes, you're going to look for a guy that is a little bit bigger and going to be more of a pass rusher. But I think if you want a coverage linebacker, Wusu Koromoa is perfect because he has that safety background. He moves really fluidly. And one thing that just really stands out to me He is such a good mental processor. You watch him on tape, he has very limited hesitation, and because he is so fast and so athletic, he then is able to use his athletic capabilities on top of his very quick processing ability to make really big, important plays. If you did not watch the first time Notre Dame played Clemson, go back and look at the play where Owusu Koromoa realized that Travis Etienne was getting a pitch from DJ Uyunglele. He filled so quickly that he took the pitch out of Travis Etienne's hands. Now, he wasn't at the line of scrimmage. He was multiple yards off the line of scrimmage. That is how fast of an athlete he is. That is how quick he is at thinking and realizing, oh, this is what's going to happen. I need to be there. I'm going to be there before anything can even possibly happen during this play. Yeah, and if you're listening to this show, you've probably seen Travis Etienne on the field. But he is probably going to be the most explosive playmaker, offensive that is, in the upcoming draft. It'll basically be be between Etienne, Kyle Pitts, the, we'll say tight end, out of Florida, and Jalen Waddell out of, out of Alabama. Those guys are kind of in a league of their own. And Jock was able to match that speed and come up with that, just completely derail that play. It is what he is capable of playing in space is really just plain impressive to watch. And also a lot of fun just from a pure football fan perspective. And and just hitting on his coverage capabilities, he's actually asked to a lot. And this isn't speculation saying like, Oh, we think he can do this. A lot of times at Notre Dame, they've asked him to play outside of the box and cover slot receivers he is that quick he is that good at covering that's what we talk about when he when we say he is an elite coverage linebacker he is going to be able to stay with four five four four slot receivers and I think he's also strong enough to go against some of these bigger slot receivers that we're seeing NFL teams gravitate towards the key thing here though is he is filling out the style of linebacker that a lot of teams are gravitating towards that they now need 
to handle explosive, quality, fast-paced spread offenses. And I know the NFL isn't full spread right now, but we're already seeing more and more implementation. Over the next 10 years, we're probably going to see a complete trans uh, transition from what we're seeing now into more spread offenses. And if that happens, you're going to want a guy like Jeremiah Usukoromoa covering those slot receivers, playing in the box and tracking down tight ends and running backs because he has those traits to be that style of a linebacker. Yeah, you know, we are seeing uh, more and more of those spread, air raid, uh, RPO, just all of those college concepts kind of percolating up into the NFL. And the way they play with tempo, the way they weaponize spacing, and the way they use a lot of different packages. Uh, you know, we're seeing it in Arizona with the way Cliff Kingsbury uses his four receiver package. Having a guy like Abusa Karamoa would allow a defense to match up with those types of packages without going through a whole lot of their own sub packages, play m- more of a base defense. And that type of player is going to be increasingly important. You know, we're seeing it now with some bigger safeties kind of starting to blur the line between defensive back and linebacker. We had, you know, Giants fans had Landon Collins. Now we have Jabril Peppers filling that role. Uh, A few years ago, the Jaguars had Telvin Smith, who before he retired kind of suddenly, that was, that was a player who kind of reminds me of Wusu Koromoa. But now just this past draft, we had uh, Kyle Duggar, Jeremy Chin, Isaiah Simmons, all of these guys who are, North of six foot one and between 215 to 225 pounds, but able to run, able to turn and cover receivers, able to play in run support, but also play as pass rushers. The amount of flexibility that these types of players, even though they kind of defy a, a traditional description, they don't have a role in a traditional NFL defense. These guys are becoming increasingly important, and I don't think we're too far off from them being a must-have skill set for any NFL defense that wants to contend with these up-tempo, high-octane, spread-influenced offenses. And on top of that, the more athletes we're starting to see at the quarterback position, the guys like Kyler Murray who are facilitating this transition to opening things up offensively, guys that can move and play outside of structure, you need a guy that can keep up with a player like that. Somebody that you can ask to spy possibly one of those elite athletic quarterbacks. We're going to talk a little bit about pro projection and why we think he could be a good fit for the Giants and the role he could possibly play coming up very soon. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else. 
and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it hits the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Now getting into pro projection, Chris, I honestly think this is someone who Patrick Graham would have a field day with. We see Graham gravitate towards guys that don't have a finite set role, a a pigeonholed role. He loves to use and have players like I think a Xavier McKinney or Julian Love that they can use to that he can use to do multiple things. And because what we talked about, he is he is a perfect three ball off uh, three down off ball outside linebacker. And I don't think he can play that Sam role with this defense just for the fact that they'd rather have a Kyler Fackrell or a Lorenzo Carter playing that role because they can pass rush. But I think he could play what Devontae Downs does right now. He is the secondary weak side linebacker, not necessarily an inside linebacker. You can have him playing on the weak side and you can also use him in space because like, I mean, like right now we keep seeing Downs, we keep seeing um, Carter Coughlin trying to cover slot receivers and tight ends, and they just don't do a very good job of it. I think if you plugged in Jock, he would do a very fantastic job of sticking with those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he. We've already seen it in college. He has the ability to turn and run with cover, uh, give really tight coverage to slot receivers. Uh, some of the more athletic tight ends that are coming out of college now that can split out and play the slot. There are teams that love to use running backs as slot receivers. Yet he can he can defend all of them. Plus, he does have that pass rush ability. He does have that ability to play the run, if only as an, an eraser pursuit player. And then you know you do have to build to win your division. And unless the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones, does something very stupid, Dak Prescott will be back. He will be the Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback. And it's looking increasingly likely that Jalen Hurts is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles starting quarterback. We don't know what's going on with Washington, but we have to at least assume that they're going to get more athletic at quarterback. So having a linebacker who can stay on the field for all three downs, who can be used to keep track of these athletic passers where if the offense is trying to play a numbers game, like we know the Baltimore Ravens, the Arizona Cardinals, the all these teams that have these athletic running quarterbacks like the Cowboys did when they had Dak Prescott. And we see the Eagles trying to do now with Jalen Hurts. Having an off-ball linebacker who can swing that numbers game back in favor of the defense is really important. The only thing I kind of worry about, and I don't put any of this on Patrick Graham. I'm right there with you. He will have a field day with a player like Usukoromoa. I just wonder if he's going to be just a little bit too small for the Giants. You know, we know the Giants are very conservative in their in their player evaluations. Dave Gettleman believes big players beat little players. So I just have to wonder if 
a linebacker who is you know, 6'1", maybe 6'2", uh, 215 to about 220. If that is just too small of a second-level player for for Dave Gettleman to take a chance on. Right. I think it also will come down to if Dave Gettleman returns as general manager, which is, is still something that is completely up in the air, something that we might be providing an update on by the time this season ends. They'll definitely come out and say either we're sticking with Dave Gettleman, Dave Gettleman might say that he is stepping down and retiring, or they would say that they're going to roll with somebody else, maybe push Gettleman into an advisory role. There's a lot of things that can come into play here, but I do agree that Gettleman has a tendency to push towards the direction of big, clunky, old-fashioned players that he'd rather have compared to, I think, some of these new-age guys. And hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully he's willing to not pass on a guy like Jeremiah Usakoromoa, who could have a serious impact if he's there and available depending on who else is on the board I'm just I'm hoping that doesn't happen because you pass up on a guy a guy like this you could be regretting it in a few years yeah absolutely especially if you get these quarterbacks that are just running past you if your defense doesn't have the speed to keep up with modern offenses then you know it doesn't matter how tough you are if you can't catch the guys running past you. All right, just to wrap up today's show, we wanted to share with you what games you can watch this weekend if you happened to not check. Friday on Christmas, Marshall versus Buffalo, 2.30 on ESPN. And then the Saturday slate of games, Louisiana, UTSA, that is 3.30 on ABC. Then Western Kentucky, Georgia State, 3.30 on ESPN. And then lastly, Liberty Coastal Carolina is 7.30 on ESPN. That's going to be it from us, folks. Enjoy the rest of your holiday. We will talk to you on Sunday immediately following the game uh, to do our quick take show. Please go follow us on social media at Joe DeLeon, at Raptor MKII, and at Big Blue View. Also, subscribe if you enjoy the show so far and head to BigBlueView.com for more Giants news and analysis. We'll see you on Sunday, folks.